Hi, my name is Dev Rantawa. I'm CEO and Chairman of Strathmore Uranium. We're based in Wyoming, which is the best jurisdiction possible. We have three projects um, that have got uranium on them already, and we're excited to move them forward. Dev Rantawa is back. Uh, how are you, sir? Are you well? Absolutely. I mean, it couldn't be a better time to be in uranium with, you know, the green energy and the crisis and you know, unfortunately, it takes crisis for people to change behavior sometimes. Well, there we go. There we go. Look, um, I want to. Oh, okay, there's a new story, um, but I'm trying to understand: is this just a case of jumping on the bandwagon? We've seen lots of new entrants into the space. Are you serious about doing this, or is it just a let's just kind of ride this thing sure. up? Sure. Well, my career started with being in the U.S. My very first projects were in the U.S., and then eventually we split them into two, sold those off, and focused on Canada. Thankfully, I found a superstar named Ross McElroy who found two mines. That's where you go where the money is. But to me, um, if the energy crisis taught us anything, that every country has to have its own energy. Don't be Germany, right? Don't be like them that, you know, counting on somebody they shouldn't have, now they're screwed. Um, the other thing is that green energy folks are saying, agreeing for the last year, Look, if we're going to have any chance of meeting any of our goals, Kyoto Protocol or Paris Accord, any of them, you have to have nuclear power as part of that mix. Because unfortunately, we can't tell the wind to blow all the time and the sun to shine all the time. And furthermore, you can't store that energy. So we need nuclear power to be a part of that overall answer. We've never had that before. We've never had Democratic Party saying, We've got to have nuclear. And that's why I believe Bill Gates and Warren Buffett are building the very first reactor in Wyoming. Not New Mexico, not anywhere else, right there. Because Wyoming loves uranium, and that's where they you don't have the issues of NIMBYM there. Right, okay. Um, we, we don't. And we, we've, spoken, we've spoken to um, another um, developer um, in, in Wyoming. We understand the, the benefits of, of doing business there. Um, but I want to understand how you're going to build this business up then. If, you, if you're serious about this, we're not just jumping on the bandwagon. This is, this is a real deal. You want to do, do fission, fission three, uh, and, and get things motoring. Now, you, obviously, you, you alluded to a, a couple of names there. Just tell us about the people that you're working with. Well, that's the key. I wouldn't have done this if I had a conversation last year. Um, you have to remember, I'm one of the first five original uranium players in the industry back in 96. I would argue I am the bandwagon, along with Lucas, our late Lucas friend, and Brian Dalton, Neil Froman. Um, for us, it came, John said to me, I said, John, if you have got ideas of properties that people have dropped or didn't understand geologically, based on the fact you've produced so much uranium, other projects that you would think of? And he said, yeah, actually I do. Um, I've been thinking about this. Um, and I said, here's your choices. You can do what others have done, take an old projects that I call pigs, never been in production before, but somehow we put some lipstick on them and, and try to flog them as an option, the price of uranium. That's what I've seen a lot of. Um, or we can find projects that have got uranium on them. We can buy super cheap. And that was our strategy, and it's worked. We have picked up three projects, two ISL, one breccia pipe. We're very excited. We staked them. So it was all around the fact that John has been in this industry 50 years. Who else can say that? He's also produced 25% of uranium in many of these basins himself. He, he doesn't explore. 
He actually produced it. So it's all based around his mind, execution by Terrence, and my job was to raise a bit of money. And for that, I put up a half million dollars at 30 cents. So, you know, I put my, where my mouth was. Okay. So, uh, John DeJoya, um, you've also got, obviously, Ross McElroy in as well. Absolutely, with yeah. Fish and Fish and Three. So, um, what's his role here? He's a director, and, you know, he knows John well. And, uh, like, Ross, you know, Ross is a quiet person, but he's very, very competent. He understands how to use the different tools of exploration to vector in. So, you know, we're learning um, through techniques used in the Athabasca for exploration. We're using it, and obviously Ross has won every award possible for a geologist. So it's great to have him on the team. Okay, fine. Well, let's talk about the projects. The Brecher Project, Night Owl. Tell us about that, and how'd you pick it up? Well, it's, it's hilarious. Uh, you know, John came to see me, and he said, I think there's a project, and he starts going through numbers. He goes, found it. So it was a project that um, uh, a group didn't even bother drilling. They, they, had a, they flew over it with a scintillometer and detected this super high grade. They just, uh, by American standard, which is half a per- quarter percent to 1%, and they went, what the heck? So they just started taking a backhoe, put it in a truck, and sent it off to the Atomic Energy Commission. Uh, prices collapsed. So there's this breccia pipe. So we've gone in and tested scintillometer and put the results out. They're pretty high. We're excited about the next set of results coming out because um, there was a big boulder that was super high grade. So we'll find out. You know, we're getting results coming out soon. But we also looked around. We think there's more on this whole rim. So that's it's a former producer, a couple of small one, but still, when you can produce, you know this might be. And, and they haven't used any modern uh, exploration. The other two are ISL projects. Beaver Rim is large next to Cameco. The data sits with Cameco. We're trying to get that on a gap. We have the data because Kermagee was the Cameco of its time. And they have over 500 drill holes in this area. We're right next to Amir's UEC. Um, and we're in Wyoming, which they don't have a problem with the uranium mining there. So these are two good ISL projects. We know there's uranium on them. Same thing with this breccia. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, you know, I, I can't use the name, but a, a, an analyst uh, looked at it and says, wow, what a high-grade, low-cost project here, uh, the Night Owl. So we're very pumped. The question is, how many pounds do you have? And that's our next step is to value. We're doing some flying in the area using drones to figure out what the area is, how many pounds we have. We've got to have a drilling program. So we've got them. Next step is to figure out how much we have. But with ISL, you can be in production in five years if you do things right. And again, we have John DeJoya, who not just found uranium, but produced it. Sorry. So we, we're still on Night Owl. So that, that, that's a Breccia, and th- that, would, that would also be an ISL? Is that what you just said? No, you have to, you do, probably have to heap leach that. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. sorry. I, I it's, were, it's above the water table. The other two are below the water table. Got it, okay. So we'll come on to the ISL in a second. But So is this all rel- relatively shallow? I mean, you've got a bit of well, a historic it's right on surface. Right, okay. Um, it, I, we got pictures of, I'm standing there with a scintillometer right on surface, and go to the whole area and ding, 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 all that. I mean, I remember the same feeling when I was up in Athabasca, we make discoveries. You run the scintillometer, everybody gets all excited. And so we walked the property. I couldn't believe it. Right on surface. Right. Okay. Okay. So like today, today's just about saying like, um, you know, uh, we're here, um, ha- have a look. Um, I will get into the, 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 
into the weeds with you if you, you know if you come back on. Um, let's talk about the two ISL projects. You, you've got Beaver Rim and Agat, a Gate. Agat. Yes, not the Gate, but it's a Gat. Uh, well, Beaver Rim is, sits next to Camelco, very large area, um, and we've still got to get the data. In, in the U.S., you don't get the data. In Canada, if you get a property, you stake it, you get it from the government. Now, thankfully, so it's a larger project. They just, they were mining all through here. There's a mine permitted. And for some reason, they didn't, they didn't keep, we know they drilled, but they never, they kept the data. We know there's uranium. So hopefully we can get some of that data. We'll have to drill it ourselves. But drilling is super cheap in the U.S. compared to Canada. Canada, it's 100, 150,000, 200,000 for a hole. You can do one for five grand. It's night and day. Uh, so that's Beaver Rim. A GAT is next to UEC uh, project. And we have over 500 drill holes left to us by Kermagee. They donated it. Um, Kermagee was the chemical on steroids of its time. Massive company. Um, and anyways, they're out of it. They got bought out um, and parts sold. So we know there's uranium in all three projects, two ISL and high-grade heap leach with night owl. Right, okay. So you, there's lots of strategies that you can employ, and I'm intrigued, intrigued by yours. Okay, you've got, you got three, three assets at the moment. All, well, one has been a producer, which is rarefied air. Uh, the ISL, uh, both projects, a little bit earlier in the, in the mix, but we've seen companies building up large portfolios and think, well, that, that's a good strategy for me because they, they've got optionality of what they do with it. You've got others saying, well, let's kind of get on and get a resource done on, on something. So what's the plan here? How, how do you grow this company? Well, I think uh, with the GAT, we want to get more assays back. We're testing the area. We want to grab more land and then figure out you know, how we move it forward, which we've got an idea already. But like it's produced already. The question is, how much is left? How big can it be? On the other two, it's about gathering information. How do we grow it? And then you start moving towards permitting. It's, it's, you got to evaluate and then start permitting because you don't want to start permitting until you've got some numbers. But again, it's a short time frame in, in the Athabasca, sorry, in uh, Wyoming, five years, and et cetera. There are a lot of big players. And then that's the key thing. Um, I don't want to get any more properties unless they're worthwhile. You know, it's, to me, land grabs are silly. Uh, I know that, you know, oh, they got so much land. Who cares? Like, that's ridiculous. It's it's quality of projects, not quantity. Um, and having management who know how to move it forward with John and Terrence, we have a clue how to move this forward. With Ross McElroy, we have some great exploration ideas. So ideas to move towards permitting. And again, you got three projects, market cap of six, seven million. I mean, if, if investors want to be in something with tremendous upside, okay, this is a great option for them. Okay. So quality, not quantity. Yeah. But if you were to look around, is, is there much else around? Because the, the U.S. has gone from being a massive producer yeah. to being no. zero. I mean, obviously, yeah. there's a factor there is the ring yeah. of price, I, I but think there's also more made, to it. To some degree, the U.S. made the same mistake as Germany, trusting Russia, Right. Um, and they got along well for a while, but now they don't. So now what are you going to do? So, yeah, one time America produced 40 million pounds, near four when they first started out, just very new. Now, 50 million pounds produce zero, basically. So they have to produce their own uranium or exclusive rights to whatever chemical does because 
you know, Chemical is number two producer in the world. It's all Canadian, but they've also got assets in the U.S. I won't be surprised if something happens with U.S. assets so they can move those forward. If the energy crisis taught us anything, it's one, you got to have your own energy. It can't be, you know, letting Russia of all people. Like, say what you want about Trump. He said in 2018, he warned Merkel, don't cut, don't count on Russia. You know, and that's and that's what America has made the same mistake. You know, that half of the uranium in the States comes from Russia. It means every 10th light bulb in the States comes from uranium from Russia. Are you kidding me? That will not continue. I can, because you can't trust them, number one. And number two, why don't you have your own? Well, I think I think there's bigger problems, short short term problems, uh, such as you know <laughs> accessing enriched en- en- uranium, um, which forty <laughs> percent Russia controls forty yeah. percent of it. Yeah, but we ha- we haven't sanctioned that bit yet, um, no, so that's the good scared. news. But it's coming. Um, okay, so f- for you, for you, okay, you 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 you're back in the game. You've you picked up some nice assets, and it's a question of what you do with it next. But obviously, you're sitting at seven million uh, market cap today. You've put half a million of your own, own, own money in on this, um, but you're going to need capital to do what you need to do. So clearly, the thesis works, but the markets suck at the moment. So how do you manage yeah. that? Well, you know what's funny? You say that our stock was twenty eight cents. We announced a thirty three cent financing, went from six hundred to one point four million. People are still putting money in because we put a nice warrant with it at 40. But so we are getting money. I'm not, the nice thing is we've only got one person being paid full time. That's it. And that's Terrence. Uh, the rest of us work for stock, um, which is fine for now. Once, so we're going to raise a million and a half. Once we move it along, it makes no sense to have a market cap of 7 million and raise 5 million. That makes zero sense. So we raise a million and a half. That's reasonable. Then once the market cap is 10 or 20 million, sure, you raise 5 million. But you don't, you know, you just, you got to take baby steps. I want to keep this market cap. I want to keep the float small, the market small, so that when the market turns, when we get the big markets turning around and money starts to pour into spot and that money raises the uh, spot price of uranium, boom, the race is on. And there's no, be no float against us, and that's what we need. Okay, you, t- you read the beginning. You talked about new beginnings, right? Or a phrase similar to that. Okay, um, what have you learned from um, your experience in the past with Fish and Fish and Three in terms of the way that you structure these things, the way that you manage the corporate structure and finance? Because it, it, you know, it, it was a kind of slight wild west. I think you know yeah. back, back then. So, I, I, I think the thing when people forget about Fission 3 is it goes back five generations. Like, you know, with Strathmore, Fission Energy, Fission Uranium. So you've always got these, and that's why there's so many shares out. But what I'm learning is that finally, that we have to have a smaller float in the stock when you're first starting out. Um, and that's what happened because, you know, when everything crashed, our stock went from 30 cents to 19. Whereas, you know, some stocks went from 30 down to eight because there's so much, there's so much. It's great having lots of retail. It's bad having a lot of retail because they panic. You know, people don't use, they're using online trading. They don't use brokers anymore to bring their fear level down or the, or the greed level down. So having a smaller float and a great story with great people, you know, I think it's only a question of time before the U.S. changes the rules 
um, and so that there's a chance for more uh, uranium production internally. I, I think it's just a question of time. Okay. Do you think? Yeah, no. Like, I, I know you're you're um, Canadian, but and this is a TSXV project, but there's and it'll be too expensive for you to go on a US board. But is there OTC? I mean, how, how do you access the the kind of um, wild US investor? That's a great question, and we do have our uh, listing down here, and that will continue. But really, you know, I. Uh, you can reduce. You can only do what you've got, and so you got to get a bigger market cap. And when you get big enough market cap, you can list and etc. Um, no, it's, we're just using right now. Uh, we just, like I said, got going about a month ago because we had a .h to get us fully listed, which we are now. And the next step is to slowly work with well, quality people like you. Um, hopefully, with guys like Nick Hodge, um, you know people that have very direct, you know, quality listeners and build that story that way. We don't have a lot of money for marketing. So I know some guys that spend 1.5, 2 million a month on marketing. You know, we probably spend 10 grand. <laughs> well, I, I'd love to, I'd love it if you wanted to pay me 1.5 million a month. I'd, I'd take it. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it'd be good, good uh, for your, for your if shareholders. I had, if I had 50 million, sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, okay. So, so I understand that. So you're, you're, you've got the, so are you an OTCQB at the moment? Is that what do you, right, you yeah, saying? I have to clarify that. I haven't checked, but okay, yeah, okay, I'm pretty okay. sure we're in good standing there. Okay, fine. Well, look, um, look, Dev, it's just, uh, well, great. Welcome back. Thank Welcome you. back to the, well, the, the uranium game. It's good to see you. Um, good to hear your plans. Good to hear about the assets and, and the team, et cetera. So why don't we stay in touch? Maybe we hook up again and kind of you know, get a little bit more technical and see if, yeah. see if Terrence wants to come on and maybe um, chat to us about what's John, we can get on John ground. on. Yep. And John the bottom line better. is it's a super small, small market cap of 7 million, three quality projects, and above all, a superstar management team with John, Ross, and myself. We've done this before, and we're just starting out with a very small market cap. Who's got a who? Which market caps out there under fifty million that has got a former producer? Well, I can't hardly think of any. But where you have a former producer in Night Owl, we're going to do some homework and find out where it's going to go. But at least it's produced before, which means the grades are there. Well, let's uh, let, let's see what the future holds. Um, Thanks for your time. We'll see you soon. Okay, you got it.